Hi, Mark. Hey, Jay. Happy Friday. <laughs> Happy Friday. We have an intro now. We do. <laughs> we like it. <laughs> there you go. As I as I die from like lung cancer, like Andrew Tate apparently. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, you hear the news? Andrew I Tate's got <clears throat> lung cancer. Just like Jim in Romania. Boone, right? Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Dioxide poisoning. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Get it out. I'm trying. Uh, it's like. Ever since I moved here, I've had like nonstop uh, Australian allergies. It's brutal. We have an intro. Being upside uh, down. Let the let the people who are watching and commenting. Nice intro, thank you, Yale. Uh, let us know what you think. Uh, this is, of course, I've publicly good, good said. Only. I have publicly said on numerous podcasts that we don't do an intro or outro on purpose. <laughs> Because everyone else does one, we're like, no, we're not doing one, and now we have one. Because we just we decided. waited until we had the best intro exactly. in the business. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, let's get started here. We have a few things to cover. Uh, we have found, or you have found, and, uh, and shared with me uh, our uh, our pick, our nomination for the Toronto yeah. mayor. Uh, I guess elections are coming up uh, in Toronto quite soon. For people who don't know what I'm talking about, well, let's play some promotional uh this guy has our full endorsement full endorsement as mayor of toronto we are going to be starting a new woke monarchy you will only be allowed to do uber eats in toronto if you are white as mayor of toronto we're going to be starting a new tax on all companies that make any profit if you make anything over what you need to make to pay your bills to keep your business open you will be taxed 100 percent and that sent straight to the World Economic Forum for your safety. My dad. Save money. Cut out the middle, man. We're going to be starting a new World Economic Forum tax in the city. So all goods and services will now have an additional 15%, 17, 19, 30% tax on all goods and services will now be going to Klaus Schwab. Vote Ben Bankus. All the other candidates are racist. As mayor of Toronto, we are... Based. Yes. Um, I like it. I'm I'm down. Progressive yes, based click, clicks only. I mean, what's not to like with this messaging? Uh, I think uh, I think it's progressive. I think it's bold. I think it's uh, it speaks uh, to the youth. It's it yes, it's daring, but yet uh, but yet moral. I believe uh, highly moral uh, in an immoral world. I mean, and, I sent you a couple more. Let's 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 roll one. There's actually two. So roll roll. Roll two. Uh, let me just find this. We got roll two. Production values, that's, folks. That's very, yeah, but this is um, uh, for anyone who's considering running. This is how you do it. This is exactly how you do it. Um, because I mean, if you're if you're not winning, you're losing. Exactly. My name is Ben Bankus. He, him. Hold that. As Prime Minister of Toronto, I will do everything in my power to make sure that the trans community feels safe here at Union Station, where one trans person was assaulted nine years ago. So we are going to be making all crime illegal. To implement this, we will be defunding the police and starting a new service called the Please Stop Doing Bad Stuff Brigade. This will also solve our new migrant crisis. Vote Bankus. All the other candidates are racist. My name is... I mean, again, it's perfect. It's bold. How do you beat that? And um, and then the last one is is the cream for uh, anyone who understands Canadian politics, especially what's in the news uh, currently with China hacking our election. Because you know why not? This uh, 
the fourth I mean, hacking. Thing. Ha- wait, hack. Okay, look. Okay, hacking they sponsored is, hacking's our a dirty. Life. Hacking's a dirty word, Mark. That's yeah, a, that's a dirty charge word. I mean, what you're going to call Chinese people dirty? Is that what you're saying? Is that what you're saying? Is that you're saying Asians are dirty because uh, they eat dogs? Look, okay. I just want to clear this up. Wet markets, <laughs> diseases springing from wet markets that, have, that that infect the world, isn't racist. Claiming that they that, that they have scientists able uh, capable of designing viruses, now that's racist. Do you see? Do you see? Do you, do you see the connection here, Mark? Mm-hmm. I'm tired of having to correct you every show. Like it's 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 as racist as all the other candidates. It's I I think it's it's even more, um, because it's uh, you're you're confirming reality, and that's racist. Reality is racist, Mark. Uh, we we need we 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 need less reality. Go. My name is Benbankasta. He, as Toronto's mayor, I will do everything I can to make sure Here's the problem. I don't, I'm glad they had that fade. I didn't know it was done. I didn't know it was over. I'm like, is this wrong? Leave it on a loop. This was specific for the uh, Toronto and Vancouver market, I believe. Wet market. <laughs> Wet real estate market. All Asian markets are wet, Mark. Come on. Don't be culturally insensitive. Jesus. How else? <laughs> Everyone's confused. How else you you chimed in get... a little bit late, Trey. You got you to gotta get here from the beginning. You missed the intro. How else are we going to get like Coca-Cola financing and, 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 uh, and advertising on this channel if, if you don't you know, play by ching chong pao chong pao ball? Come on. Know your, know your audience. It's, it's uh, uh, number one. Just... Glory be to 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 the all, almighty and beautiful uh, Winnie the Pooh. Uh, we love balloons on this channel. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying we sh- we we have never shot down a balloon. I, have you shot down a balloon? Yes, but only by accident. Okay. Well, you I know, was aim- accident- I was aiming for it was it was aiming for an airplane, and ballooned in the way. A- it accidents it was happen. only a half. It was only like a forty million dollar missile. So whatever, <laughs> no loss. I mean, I mean. Uh, it could have gone to Ukraine. I mean, that's the, that, mm-hmm. there was, that's the real, that's the rub, right? That's the truly devastating part is that there was ammunition spent not on Russians. This is true. True travesty. Yeah. This, is the, this is the true loss. This is the true victim of us, of us all. Um, we need to get this guy on the podcast, I think, because that's these, these are brilliant. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Reach out. So I, I believe he's a comedian, but um, all this jokes aside, this is how you run the 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 people right now. The clown show that is our polity must be mocked incessantly. Not I mean, even just mocked, but but honestly, even if you wanted to get in office, just lie. Like because we're at mm-hmm, a point yeah. now where this is and this is why conservatives always lose. I think because conservatives still have it in their mind. I mean, not the politicians, obviously, but but even the politicians, they seem to be playing by this this set of rules that the others that their mm-hmm. opponents just do not respect nor will play with so you're literally going into war you're 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 showing up to to a knife fight with a rubber ducky 
and going, well, they're going to respect my ducky. No, <laughs> they're, they're yeah, not you're showing up to a gunfight with books and charts. Sorry. Yeah. This is not, yeah. uh, you're overestimating your audience. Mistake. Sorry, not one. sorry. Yeah. Play exactly. dumb. Play dirty. Play dumb. Play, play to the field, right? Say all the progressive stuff in the world to get in and then do whatever you want. I've always said, if you want to win, run, like if you're in Canada, run as a liberal. You want to win, run as a Democrat and then fuck them. Uh, just do what it takes. This is politics, not even calling it business as a compliment. It's 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 war, and in yeah. war there is no love. Is that the saying? There is no love in war. Yeah, something like that. <coughs> or honest politicians, in this case. Uh, so we have a Scott Adams clip <clears throat> or a Scott Adams tweet. Uh, mm-hmm. So obviously we covered this uh, last week's episode so and before we cover this we'll just say that you were you just did a talk with tommy sammons with uh i did yeah. yeah um how'd that go <laughs> i'm hoping well it will be out next week and I, I i i bloviated on this topic a little bit there so i'm going to be preempting him sorry tommy uh to talk about it here but i thought it was worth a, a, a redux well, you can do a tildeer here. You, if so, anyone who's interested in this, uh, who's watching this in the future, in the past, or whoever, uh, can always head over to Tommy Salmon's um, Year Zero podcast. He's on, I think, pretty much all podcasters now, uh, and check that conversation out with the mighty Mark. Um, but uh, let's do, yeah. So Scott Adams, we covered this last show. Uh, of course, he stepped in it uh, with a video that went viral, <clears throat> talking about how he believes that white people should just get the hell out away from black people uh, because of uh, a poll that came out that said the majority of uh, black Americans don't know if it's okay to be white. Yeah. And Scott took that personally, uh, saying he'd done so much work for the black community and obviously that's not working and yada, yada, yada. Since then... Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was going to say, it's the... the, So the, the context for this tweet is the phrase it's okay to be white because obviously there's been a lot of kerfuffle uh, over the week. I think since it was, a, his video was originally published and the excuse of course, is that it's okay to be white is a racist dog whistle. And everyone who took the poll knew that. Yeah. So this and is, that's this why is... they disagreed with the statement was because of the racist undertones. Of course, this is total bullshit. It's akin to okay. Symbol is, is uh, white power and diagonal and all every hoax that's been played on the media it's okay to be white is the same thing this was it's a troll your reaction is the action mm-hmm. which is, is smart i like to see right-wingers using some alinsky tactics and that's what it's okay to be white is trying to cover for racism the blatant racism of saying it's not okay to be white by pretending that the state everyone knew that the statement is a troll is is ridiculous and then I was a little bit disappointed to see Scott Adams apparently fall for that framing. Mm. And so he tweeted out, I cannot read that. It's tiny on my computer. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll read it out for especially the audio uh, listeners. Uh, so this is Scott Adams. Re- I'll, re- I'll read the tweet that he's replying to by DJ Vlad, Ukraine flag in the bio. Uh, says, Scott, you're pretending that you don't know it. Uh, it's okay to be white is a Nazi term. There's even a wiki ip. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Page for page wiki. Okay, well, whatever. Wikipedia. Uh, Wikipedia page for it. It's a. Uh, I didn't know if it, if wiki wiki p is a new site. But anyways, 
It's a synonym for white lives matter. That's clearly why people <laughs> voted the way they did in the poll, not because they're not because they're a hate group. Again, black people have no agency. They, there's no possibility of having agency at all. Uh, it takes a, I'm assuming, white person. Uh, I don't know. You know, you, Ukraine flag in the bio almost exclusively. I would say down to the down to the person, white Westerner, like. I, I don't I've, I have yet to see any POC with a, with a Ukraine uh, flag in the bio. I might be wrong, but uh, I, I mean, minus politicians. I'm talking like just the, the, the average. Yeah. MK uh, ultra victim. Right. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> so so Scott Scott re- replies pretending how many people actually knew that meme. Fuck you. You're becoming a total asshole over this. Sorry, Mark's mom, uh, because you, it wasn't me. It was Scott. Uh, because you need to keep your wife from disowning you. I get it, but keep your personal issues away from me. By now, you know you've misinterpreted the situation, but you're you are stuck. So this kind of speaks to. So yeah, Scott does that video. Everyone loses their mind. He gets like whatever last Dilbert um, deals he had got canceled. Um, there's speculation, and you kind of alluded to this in last week's show that um, that he got divorced. And this might be part of that reaction to the divorce. I, I've heard other people speculate that he's trying to tank his franchise so that he has less money to pay out in alimony and, and mm. whatsoever, which uh, I mean, I don't know. I, first of all, I don't know how I don't know the, the, the deep ins and outs of alimony, how it works in the United States. It may, it may not be based on what he's worth currently. It could be worth what he's worth, you know, what he's been worth overall. Projected future earnings. Who knows? Whatever. I, who, who the hell knows? Uh, and it comes down to how, how good her, his, his now ex-wife, uh, how good her legal team is. Um, but, and it seems kind of <clears throat> a little bit stupid. Like, okay, so you're going to destroy your, essentially your life's work. Uh, or your your ability to 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 publish your life's work, the thing that you're the most known for, um, in, in order to 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 yeah, that doesn't make sense. I've also heard people say that he's because he is trying to migrate to locals, and so I think he was pretty much done with the the newspaper industry as a whole, or he knows that that industry is over with, so he doesn't really care, and he's like, so this is his sign off. Maybe we'll get something important done. But what I was upset about this is that he's accepting their framing, right. And it seems like he's backing off saying, oh, I didn't know that it's okay to be white as a racist dog whistle, you know, BS. Well, not, you did, I don't get that from this tweet, though, because he says, pretending... Read, read the first sentence carefully. You know, pretending how many people actually knew that meme. So, to me, that reads, and correct me if I'm wrong here, if I'm missing something, but to me, that that kind of points out what you're saying, that... Mm. That this person's alluding to a meme or to a to a progressive, uh, you know, Mother Jones. Uh, okay, yeah, okay, I'll take that. Um, that that he obviously knows about that progressives know about that that that's well known in their world, but the average person on the street, black or or whatever, wouldn't be aware of that, and they're just okay. responding to the actual question as it was posed. Okay, so re- right. respect restored. Then, if that's the case, maybe I misread. I, it, that's so. how I'm reading it. Um, okay, uh, you know, uh, Trey. Anyone else in the chat wants want to? That would make sense because since then but... he's been defending it. So uh, 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 maybe uh, I'm just I'm going Scott. off this tweet. One thing I, I I have seen him do, which I thought was a little bit interesting, was yeah, he kind of 
he's he's done this sort of weird walk back but not walk back where he hasn't retracted the statement but said that if everyone was react everyone's reaction to this was stupid like he was basically saying almost like he was trolling people to get a reaction but yet this isn't but you're dumb for having the reaction which is again, it's kind I'm, of his mo right i mean he does this with it's very much a lot of things so i'm not gonna put it past him but uh yeah it, either way kind of, either way I, no regardless of of his intentions or even how it plays out i think he pushed an important topic into the mainstream and for that uh kudos uh, to your career mr adams scott adams friend or fed he's got a check on the friend hey there you go uh Right, we could we'll do that. that. Yeah, we could do that. Uh, anything else on Scout Adams? That's it. Talk about? But uh, follow the drama. It's it's interesting. It, it it is it is what it is. What is Lucy Lewis saying here? He always has to pretend to be two steps ahead. Yeah, yeah. It's, everything. It's every kinda, mistake he makes is on purpose. Right. <laughs> it, it, well, it kind of plays into his whole like he's a hypnotist and he can like warp your mind. I remember w- watching Scott Adams a lot. Uh, for a period of time and then he did this thing where he was doing like some sort of like <sighs> internet group psychosis like uh, uh hypnotism for people right on his on his main channel i, I can't describe it i only i remember it loosely um and i was watching this going okay so you're full this is long before covid by the way it was like uh you're full of shit <laughs> I get it. Man. Well, that's a copy. I'm like, for a master of persuasion, you'd think you would understand framing. Isn't that like step one, you know? So, uh... yeah, well, master, master of persuading himself. Um, but anyways, um, there are many such, there are many such cases. Uh, so let's move on to El Salvador has been in the news. Yeah. So um, I guess I could try and set this up. I don't know. I know a couple of people personally who left Canada during COVID to move there because I don't know if people are really familiar with the political environment in El Salvador, but it was a giant shit show for decades. Basically you had, uh, I think it's called the 18th street gang and MS 13 who from what I'm aware of actually originated in LA, then migrated back to El Salvador and basically in a, in a weird in a yeah. weird sense of like these great american exports like, yeah. and they've been running the country for you know decades i don't know but it was brutal there was something like there's six million people apparently around there in the country and they had what would equate to seems a bit seems a bit high okay yeah Just, <laughs> it's okay now 500 500 okay Fuck it. Whatever. Um, and they had like a murder a, a day, a murder an hour. It was just off the charts, insanity, complete chaos. And they elect, elected a Pinochet-esque figure, right-wing authoritarian who has uh, laid down the hammer. It's like Bolsonaro, and, but actually with balls. Yeah, Right. Well, Bolsonaro did something similar in Brazil. The yeah, but he didn't take care of the courts. This guy he didn't did. take care of the courts exactly. That was his. That was his. His, his undoing uh, eventually is that he didn't change the institutions. Yeah. Um, Pete uh, Peter Canona is friend of the channel. Uh, just I just listened to his last one with uh, latest with um, uh, Councilman Hart, uh, Hamish. I want to say that. Um, forgive me if I'm saying that wrong. Um, who also uh, follows us a bit, and one of the things they said on that on that 
podcast and and it's been said in, in different ways uh across the spectrum with people who kind of are, are in our circle which is it's not enough to win an election it's not enough to set to to change policies that can be unchanged or redone or whatever whisked away by the by the next incoming uh liberal uh president mm-hmm. it's you have to change the institutions to such a degree that to un to unchange them would take an enormous amount of effort and you know yeah. generations essentially uh, that's how the left has won because what they did is that long march through the institutions well they changed the institutions to to favor the to favor them and their policies so they can get things through while every I mean and even even then they it's still laborious but they can get actually get things through whereas their opponents cannot yeah. and yeah, well, there's the, there's a priority issue there that I think conservatives have never understood, which is that when you gain power, the first thing you do is get is get more power. Then once yeah. you've secured yourself, then you go on to policy. Right. Conservatives get in, go right to policy, and they do nothing. They 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 don't manage to do anything with lasting ability because the second they're out, it's gone. And then the leftists come in and set up the institutions. Do exactly what you were saying. Yeah, so, you have to put uh, it in the constitution, either either an amendment. Find something that's permanent that is a hard one for them for your for your opposition to uh, challenge or undo, mm-hmm. and change it permanently. So if you change the court system permanently, so let's say it's immigration, just to uh, to pick a thing, right? Uh, I think uh, with what Pete was mentioning um, in Florida, where um, DeSantis goes in and changes the law. Uh, maybe it wasn't in Florida, it was somewhere else in the States. They've changed the law saying that they've outlawed um, transition surgeries for anyone under 18 for minors, right? Um, and that's viewed as a win. Uh, but really what the big win would have been is to outlaw it completely for everybody. Right. Like, and remove all medical, pr- like, just put it in law, hard, hard law that no, you cannot do this here, period. And that way you cut it off of the base. Because then, because what you're basically saying is that it's not okay for kids, but it's okay for adults. So all you've done is delayed right. something at the most, and really all you've done is 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 given them now a target. Going, you're you're hurting children, which is their their thing, right? Like, oh, transgender people are more li- likely to commit suicide. Therefore, if a child isn't isn't able to tra- transition, they're more likely to commit suicide. So you're 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 for child suicide. That's their attack vector now, yeah. right? Whereas if you go in and go, we're not doing anyone, it, and then they can go, but, but and you, I don't, it just go deaf, like yeah, yeah, that's and, great. And cool, you need man. to make it necessary for their for them to have to repeal a law or do a constitutional amendment in order to overturn yeah. it, right? This is right. why that's the way you operate. So take lessons, guys. Yeah. Okay. So here's a clip because um, this has been making the t- making the rounds. Uh, this is some based El Salvador shit <laughs> where. <clears throat> Like you said, the new incoming president of El Salvador just went to town and said, we're, we're, this is almost out of, out of a Batman movie where they're just rounding everyone up and they're all going to jail. How long? Indefinitely. How long, how long do they have? Like, like literally his, his, I don't know, was something justice minister was at this prison when they opened it and said, you're never leaving. And they have like no amenities steel beds like it's not a so you have the two models right you have the uh, scandinavian model of 
let's recuperate, recuperate people and, you know, be super nice because the nicer you are, the better that they'll do. And then you have um, its counterpoint, which would be this approach. It looks like a sea of skin and tattoos. These images released by El Salvador's government shows the transfer of about 2,000 inmates stripped to their shorts and with their heads shaved to what's been dubbed the country's new mega prison. It just opened. It's believed to be the largest prison in the Americas with a capacity for 40,000 people. And it's the latest step in a controversial crackdown on crime that's caused the country's prison population to soar. Human rights organizations have reported that innocent people have been caught up in the law enforcement campaign. That includes dozens, they say, who have died in police custody. Last year, the country's president asked Congress for emergency powers to temporarily suspend some constitutional rights after a massive spike in murders attributed to gang crime. It includes that arrests can be made without a warrant and detainees no longer have a right to a lawyer. Private communications of all citizens can also be accessed by the government. Since then, about 64,000 suspects have been arrested. The murder reports fell about 57% last year. Okay, so hint number one, um, if you don't want to get rounded up, maybe don't plaster gang signs permanently all over your body. This, I, love, I love the sorry because it, it, I almost interjected when they said it, but there's a time like oh, innocent people have been rounded up and have been also incarcerated. It's like, and all they're showing on the screen is all these people who are like with face tattoos and yeah. gangland symbols and so like, okay, if you're gonna make that point, maybe change the graphic to like some poor old man. <laughs> do do well, do what they do here and show pictures of them uh, in in elementary school with the little bow tie. You know, yeah. do some uh, who's that guy in florida they always keep showing uh, his baby pictures <laughs> so uh, exactly, yeah. Um, um yeah what sorry. duterte should have done um so this is obviously there's there's the question here how much crime and punishment is this better uh yeah he says uh totally inhumane what kind of crimes um these are ms-13 so mutilating people chopping their heads off playing soccer with them Stabbing. There's stories of people from El Salvador who've lost multiple family members. Uh, these guys are the most brutal. They, they these they put the Mexican cartels. They make them look like uh, fairy dust. So what do you do with these guys? I've heard he basically suspended almost all rights. He's like, oh, no trial, no nothing, rounding up everyone, and and that's it. But again, um, I just saw a speech with him this afternoon and he was they they banned gang symbols in the country he was he was saying it's similar to the denazification of germany it's like no you put up a squat to cut you're done and so the question is okay is this too far i think it sorry i'm going to make it a point to stop licking my lips um as you demonstra- as you demonstra- <laughs> as I do, yeah. what was that mark what do you what do you make a point to well stop doing? Nope. um yeah so Right now, he is enjoying a 96% popularity. Yeah, who knew? That, if that tells you what the what the um, circumstances were like before doing this. It was a nightmare in this country, and now it is 
amazing you know, amongst doing other things like making Bitcoin legal tender. So is right-wing authoritarianism the solution? Well, hang on. It is only when things get so bad that you that you now need to turn to it. It's like, is a gun solution to stopping uh, home invasion, right? Well, yes and no. The, the the way to stop home invasion is to build a society where no one wants to invade your home. But if you don't have that, if you're starting from a chaotic situation or a situation that has become chaotic where home invasions are common, then yeah, you need a gun and permission to shoot someone coming into your into your house that that you didn't invite on the basis that whether or not they are, they were they meant to do you harm, you need to be able to d- start doing that because right. obviously home invasions are an issue. And I know the liberal the liberal argument is always the argument from a high trust society that we do not live in. Right. In order, and I'm I'm serious about this is that um, I was just watching uh, this video. Maybe we'll do it for next week. Um, it's from PF uh, PF uh, uh, Chung. Uh, talking about um, a concept that Jordan Peterson's put forward and that uh, um, Brett Weinstein's put forward, and he's saying these these two things will revolution, da, 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 right? Mm-hmm. Um, I won't get mired down into the video, but it's it's amazing to me that the new modernist mind has 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 tried to think around Christ or God until they've gone back to God, right? Because they're talking about legacy, the evolution, <clears throat> evolutionary principle based on legacy, right? Or mm-hmm. or or um, uh, I forget how what Brett how Brett puts it, but all of these concepts, building a cathedral, for example, a multi-year, 200, 300 year cathedral is only possible in a high trust society, in a society where it's like, I know that I will not see the completion of this, but I know that, but I have a high degree of trust and faith that my society will continue for the next two, three, four, five hundred years in more or less the same stable form that it is, barring any any like really outlandish um uh catastrophe and we can we can have certain laws or we can have a lack of certain laws we can have uh we can have certain concepts that work when we have a high trust society Hmm. if you have a low trust society or your your society goes into chaos well then you can't have those things anymore yeah you can't have uh unfortunately a lot of the a lot of the common common law traditions that we we enjoyed for a long time like innocent until proven guilty in some cases because it's like look man the the fact is this we have roaming bang bands of gangs who are killing people willy-nilly and are taking over the country where it's literally their country now mm-hmm. so if so we have a choice we either we live in that hell hellscape or we do this other thing right what's the lesser of two evils i mean just for an anecdote there i heard a story two evils things it's it's a restoration of high trust that you need to build a society again this is this is um like the the argument about libertarianism and i always say like okay i I think it's a great ideal it's something to strive for liberty is good but liberty is a consequence of order without order there is no liberty so whatever it takes to instill install order is necessary and then liberty will flow on from that there's a story of a kid so basically these guys were they're the mob every business they come around they charge you rent they want their 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 cut and there was a kid who had a street cart street vendor teenager who was late on his rent and they murdered him so you want to live in that or do you want to say well, maybe we're being harsh on murderers right pick your poison well it, it goes into um 
I want to get into the 15 minute city soon, but um, it goes into our, what we were saying at the very start of the podcast about mortal grace, you know, forgiveness, mercy, and faith. And I think a lot of people get hung up on the mercy part, both forgiveness and mercy in a liberal Western right. liberal mindset um, where the right wing or, or distance kind of reject it, saying, no, no, we've been too, we've been too forgiving. We've been too merciful. It's like, no, no, you don't get it. Is that mercy, especially a biblical mercy may, it can include, um, corporal punishment can include the death penalty for certain crimes for certain people saying look this is much more merciful to do to just simply kill you yeah rather than drawing and quartering you right or there's like mercy. torturing you like yeah. we we could torture you <laughs> we, well, we i don't know if you know what, what drawing and quartering entails but that's where yeah, yeah. entrails are involved exactly <laughs> so so we could do that uh which would be in a, in a sense a justice or we could do the merciful thing, which is just hang you or whatever, right? Um, and what is, this, what is Lewis saying here? That's interesting. He interesting dresses like dresses a tech, like bro, a tech pro. He's a young guy. Like, he, does, he looks like he's yeah. early 30s. So maybe this is a new crop. Well, you know, it's, it, it's, it's again, it's a question of what society you want to live in. I, I've, I've brought up the Singapore model quite often. It's like I ne wouldn't necessarily want to live in Singapore. Right. Like I look at that system. It's, I don't like rules. I like to break right. rules all the time. I, I, or I think that they don't apply to me and so on and so forth. But I, I'm a father of a young daughter and the Singapore model has essentially gotten rid of rape. If we're going by their statistics, mm -hmm. uh, not yeah, saying that it never happens. Up, would you give up being able to smoke weed to let your kids be able to roam the streets safely? Exactly. Everything and have a, a high off, trust, right? stable environment in which to grow their own families and, 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 and culture because it's not about you right it's not about me it's not about you it's not about what we want or what we prefer uh, you know in some sort of whizzle wazzle and capistan there's a real life model out there that that we you know the the, the was it the ten thousand Liechtensteins? well what about what about hundred thousand um uh singapores yeah, well, yeah like or the some punishment variation should, the punishment should fit the crime exactly and i think that this in this in this situation it's apt i mean if in my society that would be everyone who dances provocatively for children right so you think he's harsh put me in power yeah you know well, we can we can do we can do assisted suicide for for a whole bunch of things if, it, if we're opening this up for for anyone uh who's a little depressed guess what we can do to uh to uh, certain other members of society which i since we're on youtube i will refrain from naming directly anyways uh anything else i'm good okay so let's on go to, on to my semi-prepared yet not well-prepared bit on these what these, is by the way by the way, all these talking points we're going through, all, all supplied from by Mark this week. I, I was saying before we recorded, I get a chub when Mark takes takes this show seriously. Um, it's uh, not not saying he doesn't in in the past, but like sometimes Mark will just like all of a sudden just like what up, and I'm like, oh shit. It's I'm spastic uh, in my my level no, of involvement, but sometimes it, you know it's I good. It I, it's necessary. I I need it right because if left to my own devices, I get I get real fucking lazy. Uh, sorry, Mark's mom, but I. I uh, so having you it, it, it's off, a meme don't wear it out yeah well you know i don't use it that often uh twice twice a show twice a show it's, then you, that's it one more time i got one more if i if i want to um you know anyways i need that to bounce off if i need uh, that it, it helps everything it, it, it excuse me it helps propel uh propel us so well thank you uh, don't get used to it good. 
I, I never do. I always, <laughs> okay. So I always, yeah, I'm, I'm always waiting for the drop off, but, but for, yeah. I'm enjoying it for now. That's what I'm there saying. There you go. Yeah. Um, Good uh, end any 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 day now. Um, so yeah, 15 minute cities. This is a conspiracy theory, of course. It's just crazy right wingers. Um, there's absolutely no reason why it's just showed up worldwide at the Everywhere. same time. It's such a conspiracy theory that, of course, they're not actually trying to do this in what St. Louis, uh, Winnipeg, was it? Montreal, uh, Edmonton, Montreal, Vancouver, Edmonton. all over the U.S. So the first couple of clips I have here are just the mainstream news talking about this great new spontaneous innovation that also is not happening. But if it did it's happen, not, yeah. it would be totally a good thing. Exactly. It's it's the CRT of political philosophies here. What is a 15-minute city and why are conspiracy theorists jumping on it? You may have seen this, a vision of what the future of the world's big cities might look like. But some on TikTok aren't happy. You won't be able to do that. Someone TikTok, that's they've got nothing to worry about. 15-minute cities are basically where... Can we just say this? Just nothing to worry about. Whenever I hear an NPR-sounding British person tell me that I have nothing to worry about, yeah, I'm worrying about run. it. That's the new rule. Like, <laughs> exactly. worry, think exclusively about this. This is the only thing you need to think if, about. If, the next, if it like, shows up on NOS Daily, get your gun. <laughs> yeah. Bigger cities are divided up into smaller sections or neighborhoods. This man came up with the idea. It means... Oh, you mean like how cities have always worked since ever? Oh, what, a, what an amazing innovation. Everything people need, like shops, gyms, and bars, are all within a 15-minute walk or cycle. With town planners making places better to live in, they'll reduce carbon emissions with fewer people needing to use their cars, in turn, improving people's health. Parts of London, as well as Paris and Cleveland in the US, are looking at adopting them, while Melbourne and Copenhagen have both started something similar. But conspiracy theorists are saying this is a government's plot to put us all back into lockdown. That's not true. Oxfordshire County Council recently received abuse for their plan and had to issue this statement after some, including Katie Hopkins, said things like this. You will only have 15 minutes of freedom. This is real. We know that's not the case. There are some legitimate criticisms, though, about whether getting rid of cars would really work and whether people might mix less with those living elsewhere. But if it's better for the planet and makes life more convenient, could people get on board with a 15-minute city. <laughs> Will you even be given a choice is the whole question. It's like, I love how this manufacturing consent thing is almost, like, laughable at this point. Like, yeah. Also, okay, so we've moved from 15-minute cities being a conspiracy theory completely. Uh, a crazy yeah, he literally did point. the whole thing in that video. No, no, but he, but no, but it's now moved now, right? Where the conspiracy theory is now no longer that 15-minute cities will exist and are a thing, because obviously that's there is, is publicly uh, available information, and and so and certain major cities are actually going to start implementing them. No, 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 that's not the conspiracy now. The conspiracy is that it's a bad thing, right? <laughs> that there's anything to worry about that this could possibly lead to to greater th- uh, uh, dismantling of, of yeah, uh, threats to of the rights and. Oh, or just you know, you're—it's an open-air prison. Is essentially what they're talking about. Uh, in and you have your ward, which is which is which, which is where you're living. Um, okay, where do you want to go for this? Do you want to do more clips, or do you yeah, want to well, let me let me fucking stand. batshit evil crazy insane? This <laughs> Play this the, the next clip because I believe the next clip is also the media, and then we'll get into a bit of deconstruction and and the, the where where I think it's going. Okay, let me just set this up. So, um. <laughs> 
<laughs> in that one clip, he went from it's not happening to it is happening and it's a good thing. Yeah, exactly. In two minutes, and, which is and, remarkable. And, and, and look, if it's going to save the planet... <laughs> it, yeah, but it's a little sacrifice. It's a First of all, yeah, it's, it's a total conspiracy theory, but it's worth the trade-off. What's the trade-off? Well, obviously the bad things that aren't happening, right? Save the planet, be more efficient. I mean, where, where's the complaint here? I don't... I don't. Who what could possibly go wrong, Mark? I mean... Yeah. I, 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 you know, efficiency is it doesn't, it's, it kind of sounds like a, a plan that I, uh, a certain German might come up with efficiency. And <laughs> At least the trains will run on time. Live in your pod and then you're there for you. You know what? I was actually thinking about this, uh, just as a side before we play this, is that we always think pod actually means a, something in your house, like a, like a, a unit that you go into, like some sort of Star Trek shit, right? A pod, I guarantee, I would almost guarantee you. That they're going to change the name of na of these neighbor fifteen minute neighborhoods, whatever they called it, what were they calling it? it mm. Into they'll call it a pod. Well, mm. because they did that with COVID, didn't they? Um, remember when certain cities did like uh, contact tracing within areas? I think I don't, I can't remember the name of it. I don't think they were calling it a pod. Zones, they were calling it something. Sure. Yeah, like uh, maybe it was in zone. Uh, Chad, help me out here. Um, but. It was something that was like, oh, so they might just be making this into like, this is going to be called your pod mm. to live in your pod and be happy. Um, anyways, let's uh, roll it. Guy. Look at this guy's face just right away. It's a walking, talking stroke. Mayor Bibb introduced the idea of being the first 15 minute city in the United States. He did this in his state of the city. He's doing his best, Tucker. I'll give him that. Yeah. Dress like. The urban planning model is new, but city planners told our Sarah Shookman the time is now to tap into federal dollars to address some of Cleveland's deeper problems. Imagine a Cleveland where some of Cleveland's deeper problems, like like Cleveland, like you live in <laughs> Cleveland. Say, can I imagine Cleveland? Can I not? Can you change? Can we change the name at least? Can we call the name racist somehow? It's, it's like anti or something. Yeah. Everything you need is less than 15 minutes away. It's this ideal planning framework where human needs and desires are accessible within a 15-minute walk, bicycle ride, or transit trip. And that's really what we're striving for in this new planning. I love my Girardian senses are just going, bop, 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 bop. <laughs> City planner Matt Moss says it doesn't have to be a dream. Instead of a concrete jungle where people work and separate places where people live, in a 15-minute city, everything is closer. It's starting out with the city we have now and then asking residents how they might want their community to grow or change in ways that, again, make things more accessible or provide them with more opportunities to access the things they want to get to in their day-to-day -day lives. First, planners are making a list of what's there. Things like grocery stores, parks, schools, but also workplaces. In some neighborhoods, it's more quality that's lacking due to busted sidewalks or lack of bike lanes or bus stops. In others, whether it's green space or food justice, they're lacking altogether. Problem isn't that we just don't have a score. It's sort of like, well, why you can don't pause we there? I think it's, that's about it. Yeah. Uh, but I just want to highlight the framing here. It's so stupid. So basically what they're proposing is a functional city. That's what that that's that's the 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 cloud cover. Okay, so we're going to have uh you're going to have services and stores and the things you should need. So this is it's it's basically the the anti suburb which is great, but 
there the the city council or apparatchik who was interviewed there saying well what we're going to do is ask the citizens what they want and then provide them that which if that was what politicians did would be phenomenal be all for them listening to that's the promise but we're going to listen to you okay then why is this coming top down because hang on they they will listen to people they're they're, so yeah you're right Uh, the plan is already in motion so it's not the question isn't isn't should we do this? The more question is like, what would you like to see in this? And people will give their responses. And then what they'll do is find the lowest common denominator for all those responses and go, great. So now you're gonna have McDonald's and you're gonna have this and you're gonna have and you're gonna have the Amazon market and you'll because you because here's the thing that that uh and again uh, this is where my Girardian senses go off. When you're saying all your all your desires in, in a 15 minute radius of you, okay. So human desires work. <laughs> On, a, on, a, on an external principle. So you'd have to have everything the same in order right. for this to work. Everywhere. Because your desire to leave All a neighborhood to another neighborhood would be... Okay, so you can't have a nicer restaurant in 20 minutes away or 30 minutes away because if you do, then people will want to leave their There's neighborhood some. to go to this other hip, trendy place. Right? So... Yeah. Because it's because it's desirable. People are saying, "Hey, this place has got the best chef." And da da da. Well, that's it. Right? That's because basically uh, the best neighborhoods in the world are already fifteen minute cities. I happen to live in one. You've lived here before. It's phenomenal. Uh-huh. I don't need to like. I live in a two minute city. I could live in. I could live and work in my like three blocks and have everything I need because this is one of the best neighborhoods in the world. It's the one thing I like about Montreal. Um, but that's it. You're going to democratize that? How? How are you going to turn everything into the best neighborhood in the world? And if if they're assuming people don't already want this and they aren't already trying to get there. I mean, I remember when I, because I, I work in real estate, I love the idea of, of, of uh, planning developments. And this was something that started in Vancouver 15, 20 years ago, where developers started saying, okay, instead of just building three apartment buildings that are all residential units, Let's break it up. Let's put commercial on the first floor or two, then office space and green area and make it more of a more uh, convenient. Judge Dredd was an amazing documentary. Right. Yeah. Right. Which makes sense. Okay. If the developer is going to do that, there's the demand in the market and you're fulfilling that demand. Great. I'm hundred percent for it. This is what should be, should be being done organically. What scares me is when it's the government saying, Oh, oh, it's the other the other side of the coin is, well, we're not going to use market forces. We're not going to do this voluntarily. We're going to do it top down by force. And what we're going to do, instead of providing you services, doing what we should be doing through tax incentives, we're going to put up barriers so you can't leave. That's a very different thing. And that's what we're looking at. Because if if they were doing it properly, you wouldn't need a marketing campaign. This would appeal well, to people out of the, out the gate. About- Let's talk about the two things that are not being said here um, by all the talking heads. One is enforcement. <clears throat> it's all if, fine. If it, was, if it was a 15-minute city, they wouldn't have to stop. Like This is like the communist rule. Right? You always know which system is shit because the guns are pointed in, not out. Exactly. Because in order to enforce a 15-minute city and have, have people go, yeah, okay, great, whatever. Uh, nice concept, guys. But uh, I like all the things 20, 30 minutes away. Like That's where, that's where I hang. Uh, that's where my family, my, my, my grandmother lives 40 minutes away. I got to go through some zones to get there. Like, well, so there's priorities, to... right? Like if you look at Montreal, a lot of people 
don't they don't prioritize convenience as much as I do. So they'll live a couple train stops across the bridge where they can get more wow. more more bang right. for their buck in terms of square footage. Right. And that's their choice. Right. They'd rather hop on the metro, hop on the train, do a little bit of a commute, but they get a backyard. And you should have that option. So 15-minute cities, all it's doing, if it's the top-down way that that must be for them to have to have an advertising campaign behind it and all this obvious manipulation, is what they're not offering you options. They're restricting options. Right. And, and that's what's going to be. And, so, And basically, you're going to have to basically uh, uh, communize all other options because there can't be any yeah. other better option it's gonna be mcdonald's is that only restaurant what what is that uh yeah it is judge dread right there's there's only taco bell it's taco bell and sketchers guys that's what you got in your future yeah your parks will be concrete because you can't have any you can't have small mom and pops or individual restaurants that might be able to outcompete or be better because then people are going to desire to go there so you can't have that uh you'll have to have something that's completely corporate and uh, and and the same in every neighborhood except for the rich people neighborhood uh and by that by that time the rich people might just move out of the city and live in their own little gated community with their own little thing going on um the other thing too is i mean okay so what museums uh i mean right I, are you gonna put a museum in every 15 minutes you're gonna put up like what, what are all the things that, that towns have one of right cultural so centers many. uh you're basically cre- you're creating <laughs> ghettos you're, 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 skate you're, park. you're formalizing ghettos. I mean, yeah, beach. Okay, so up in Perth, the closest city to me, right, has a big giant beach. <clears throat> it's not at Perth, a very small city. Uh, all things, it's it's about. I think it's actually smaller than Montreal. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, I don't know the exact the, the exact uh, distance from the outskirts into the beach. But if it's not 15 minutes, oh, by the way, 15 minutes based on what? Uh, well, they said or, or, or no, hang on. 15 minutes in the metro, you can get anywhere in Montreal. So it doesn't even. Well, exactly. I mean, 15 minutes on the metro, you're you don't even get like depending where you're starting from, you don't even get downtown. So <laughs> that's it. Well, I, they I said guess... 15 minute walk, bike or train. It's like those are three completely different metrics. <laughs> completely. <laughs> what are you talking about here? Completely. So you, it's just a load of bullshit. You know, the, when, uh, when your senses are tingling, <laughs> it's for a reason. Here's the here's the interesting thing that that I I also thought about. Listen to this. This is a this is actually a a, um, a a soft admission, a concealed admission that electric cars don't work and are coming. <laughs> yeah, right. Because we finally it, found a way to make electric cars functional. You can't drive them. You can't drive because because honestly, think about this, right? If electric cars, what we've been sold this entire time, electric cars are gonna, are going to replace one to one. Uh, petrol cars because they're more efficient and hey they work just as well then they'll be available to everybody and eventually everyone will just we're, we're going to stop selling uh, petrol cars everyone move over to electric uh save the planet what, what a wonderful day well if that's true you don't need a 15 minute city now do you you're already being efficient you're already you're already having zero emission right well how, why do you need to save the planet more if for? cars are already eco-friendly Exactly. So okay, go on to the next clips then, because I think they sort of get to uh, where this is actually headed. Okay, let me just set this up. I think I don't really remember, so let's let's crapshoot. Let's see what we got. Uh, this is the World Economic Forum. Oh yeah, yeah. Promises made, promises kept. <laughs> We're gonna be just listening to this in our brains, apparently, in a year from now. We're developing through technology, an ability for consumers to measure their own carbon footprint. What does that mean? That's where are they traveling? 
how are they traveling? What are they eating? What are they consuming on the platform? So individual carbon footprint tracker. Mm. Stay tuned. We don't have it operational yet, but this is something that we're working on. And they never will. We're developing. Uh, it's, 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 wouldn't that be great just to be able to know exactly how much carbon you're emitting? So the next clip is the most annoying person ever who's always right. Uh, goes into a little bit of what how, how this will actually play out which is just uh, this is very exciting this is, hang on this is uh, uh Ox oxford ordinary concerned citizen protesting against open prisons uh well yeah okay so play that one and then the the final no, is the next one the next one is are there two, two clips of chris sky that you will endure I wonder. But may as well, may as well play the uh, oh, so play play the chris sky clips play the last two first and then we'll go back to the 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 oxford guy uh, is, uh, I'm trying to this, find this reality because they're doing this in the UK. They're just putting up uh, bollards in the middle of the street. Like you can't go there now, causing traffic I don't nightmares. See, I don't see a Chris Sky. Just try them. It should be there. The last two links. The last two. Yeah. Hang on a second. Oh, okay. Okay. We yeah, okay. play the second to last and then the last. Okay. Who is this guy? Oh, he's a Canadian. I, a oh, times. this is the was this the the, the call him the, like the meathead whatever Jim Bro yeah who was talking about was talking always about right the, was talking about the vac stuff oh, yeah. okay okay he's gone he's gone he's looking older now the news that nobody else can and nobody else will so I got a call from a whistleblower city of Edmonton fifteen minute cities and they're talking about how all the lights being replaced all over the city are being replaced with smart lighting that are connected to the internet that can listen that can watch and they all work together. So how did this all happen and how's the World Economic Forum behind it? Check this out. Philips, the world leader in connected lighting as a catalyst for so-called smart cities. And this tells you right here that these are designed, these designed are work together with an open infrastructure to collect data about themselves, the environment, the people, and events. This data can be analyzed and shared via software platforms and mobile apps to save energy, streamline operations, like finding people they want and make people feel safer and happier. So what is Philips? Philips is the world leader in lighting. So how did they try to get it so we didn't know that they're using these lights? In 2018, Philips changed its name to Signify. Here's Signify's website. Signify, proud of the brands of Philips. Signify is also, this is the World Economic Forum partner website. So let's go down and see what Signify is all about. Right on the World Economic Forum website, you will find Signify. And what is Signify for? Signify, formerly Philips Lighting, which they admit, is to make smart lighting and connected lighting for smart cities and the 15-minute cities. As you can see, everything's connected. Wow. Yeah, that's good on that one. So, but one cog in the wheel. Obviously, if you want to talk about geofencing, Mm-hmm. Again, the argument is like they can already do this with your cell phone, but okay, smart lights, great, interesting. Play the next one, and you'll see where they're going with your personal CO2 tracker. Here we go. What's going on, everybody? Today, I'm going to tell you something that's really going to scare you, and it should. The biggest part of the great reset that you're all missing is the carbon credit scan and what is the carbon credit scan this is where they're telling you where they want to monitor track and trace every so-called uh kilogram of co2 that you emit 
And they say the global average needs to be two tons per person per year. And you're using 16 tons per person per year, which means your activity has to go down by 800%. So how do they plan to do that? Well, first of all, they got the new first MasterCard in the world that is going to show a carbon allowance for every single purchase you buy. And to make sure that everything has a so-called carbon credit, food, when you buy food now, if it's vegan, it's going to show you this nice low score of only one kilogram, 1.3 kilograms of CO2 per serving. Now, meat will be off the chart, so that's going to be a no-no. Check this out. If you go to a restaurant, even an Italian pizza place, they're going to show you the amount of CO2 for your dish. So literally everything you eat, everything you buy, if, is your clothes made of leather? That's going to cost more CO2 because it came from a cow. So every single thing you do is going to be tracked. Why? Because they want to put limits on how much you can spend monthly. Was there anything else? Uh, I think that's it. Yep. But are you getting the picture? Yeah. No, I, I get it. Again, if you so, want to play the, the third to last clip of the, of the guy talking about uh, the reality of what okay, this is uh, going to be. Do you, I'll play that if you want to. No, uh, I will just, that, that'll be the last clip. And then, you know, I got, I got which, another five minutes in me. Sorry, which, which third one do you want to play? It should be the third to last. The, the one before these, the last two. I got it. Oxford guy for <laughs> the joy of how this is going to actually play out in um, reality. This so just so Buck Johnson just recently had a talk with oh, I forget his name, uh, an Indian fellow who was was working in tech who's who's basically the, the whole episode is more or less about this stuff, um, about geofencing and um, and smart cities. So if anyone if anyone likes our stuff, should go check out Buck Rubble, uh, Buck Johnson. Sorry, um, on uh, Counterflow. When I say Buck Rebel, <laughs> I don't know. It's the thing. Um, uh, I'm, I'm, my brain's trying to do three things at the same time, and it's, it's, it's failing on all. It's failing at all three. Uh, but yeah, go ch go check that one out. I, I forget the name of the, of the gentleman he talked to. Uh, I think the title of the city, uh, the title of the episode, has, has, has smart cities in there, so you can okay. find it that way. Name's Clinton Pier. I own three restaurants in Oxford on a road called the Cowley Road. One's called Cafe Coco, one's called Casbar, and one's called Tarifa. Now I've traded here, I'm in my 31st year, so you would have thought if the Oxford County Councillors were going to go and roll out their plan to block every single road between Ifley Road and Cowley Road for well, probably over a mile, you'd have thought they might have bothered to come and ask me to see whether or not my business would be affected. Well, they haven't. They didn't. Not one councillor. They didn't bother to do a business. Because they don't care about you at all. Wait, I thought they were going to ask us what we wanted. They don't. Isn't that the promise? They do. Sorry, uh, uh, Aman Jabi, uh, uh, Mark. Uh, Mark is that a thing? Yeah, that's, that, that's who. Um, that's who. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. To talk to yeah. Uh, really good talk, by the way. Sorry. Uh, if you, don't 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 watch that thing if you're having a good day. Uh, <laughs> Have your yeah, good day. Okay, yeah. Do it on do a, it on a more like on a Monday day. morning. Yeah. Don't do it on a on a bad day because 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 you because bad things might happen to you um but this assessment now the cowley road is probably the largest collection of small independent businesses in the south of england so, you know apart from roads in london there aren't any roads like it with so many small independent businesses all these people guaranteeing the rents to their landlords now because of what the county council have done customers aren't coming 
and taxi drivers are complaining that it's taking them too long to get to pick up people. A plumber recently took over an hour to get to us coming down Headington Hill. I had students complaining that they can't get from their halls of residence to Brooks University taking over an hour. I've had customers saying that they come to down the Cowley Road, it's taken them again a ridiculous length of time, and so they're not bothering coming. Now, I, I don't understand how and why the County Council are responsible for the roads and why it's gone on for such a length of time. But considering hardly any of the councillors actually live in Oxford, they're not the ones that are putting up with this horrendous situation they've created. Now, they're actually going to try and make things worse by introducing bus gates. Now, which, of course, when that segregation happens, I'm sure Oxford would not be worth actually living in. Now, it was all very well, a great idea to try and make Oxford nice and green. But the reality is, this is not during COVID times. We're not in complete lockdown and everyone is not cycling around and just because it worked then doesn't mean to say it will work the rest of the time oxford is a dynamic place the cowley road is a dynamic place good there. and it needs okay so the reality yep open air prisons folks yeah it's so instead of having everything where you need it it's going to be great to get it's going to be great and efficient mark <laughs> it's going to be great oh yeah what do you, what do you, okay, wait, wait, wait a minute. Listen, city you, planners have never fucked anything on, up before. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. What do you like in life anyways? What do you, what do you, what do you do? What, you like eating? There's going to be food. There's going to be food. There'll be food. What, what, McDonald's isn't food now? Come on, Golden Arch is nine billion served. Come on. Success. Come on. Come on. No, I'm, it's okay, okay, Taco okay, well, Bell yeah. and Domino's, not McDonald's. You like is, is, you're, you're asking a lot now. I get it. I get it. I get it. You don't. You don't like that stuff. You can order Uber, and the Uber drivers will get will have to get a pass, and they'll they'll deliver your food from other zones to you. There you go. It'll be, yeah, it'll be, it'll be one, be one one zone exemption per day for your exactly. Uber eats. You have to you know you have to file the proper paperwork to go see Grandma because I mean you could you could be a terrorist. One thing that um, uh, Aman Jabi. Uh, I mentioned in the in the podcast with uh, with with Buck that I found really uh, it's one of those things where you, you kind of know it and then someone articulates and you're like ah oh, right yeah. um, is is that low trust society we're talking about high trust societies versus low trust societies before uh, what's going on in El Salvador this is basically a low trust society where everyone is considered guilty yeah everyone considered a, a problem <laughs> and you have to prove to the system that you are not. One of the baddies, and well, that's yeah, you you committed the the original it. sin of breathing, right? Yeah, yeah. Shut up, slave. Exactly is is exactly what's going on. Uh, and hey, you know what? You want to save the planet, right? You you care about the planet, right? Uh, now, the interesting things about this. Uh, first of all, here's your bitter white pill from from me. I don't think any of this stuff works long term. the The amount of energy and and um, uh, the amount of energy required, I'm not talking like electrical energy, I'm talking like human-based energy to, to keep a police state working, something like North Korea, is immense. And you and it has only ever worked in very, very small communities like, like Cuba, for example, which are homogeneous. Doesn't work with multiculturalism, doesn't work with, with, with our current setup, I don't think at all. So there's a hubris built into that. Here's the other thing. All this stuff is based on, on energy, like electricity. Be a shame if you know some some generators went down. <clears throat> Come on, it'd be solar powered geofencing. 
even then, right? Like you're, you're on a cloudy day in Montreal <laughs> on a bad winter. We, we have a thing called winter here where there's basically no sun for half the year. So yeah. Right. And with snow cover and ice cover, that's going to, that's going to crap out this, this technology that breaks down all the time. Cause they're going to go with the cheapest fucking thing. Cause of course they are, cause they want to make the most money yeah. and they're going with, and they're, and they're, and they're being corrupt. So any government funding they get, they're, they're taking, they're slicing 30 to 40% off the top and making do with the rest so that means really cheap fucking components oh, I mean, listen I, that... I have no i have no illusions that they're actually going to pull this off they're just going to break everything in the attempt oh they'll pull it off in terms of they will make this thing happen the thing that that this relies on and this is the big thing uh i really want to hammer this through to people's heads is that we make these things real we make it real we give the power and the validation to these entities by our fear, by our subservience, by our, by our uh, acknowledgement that they are big and powerful, right? The laws only work when we obey them mm-hmm. and, their power and, 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 they, and their power to enforce them. That's it. Now, I'm not telling anybody to break any laws or do anything underhanded in society. I am not saying that, really. But what I'm saying is that the, the underlying structure of all this requires validation requires our validation of their system and believing that this thing is real and true and is really doing the thing it does it's all bullshit when it comes down to it but we make the bullshit real sorry Mark's mom. that's my last one it's your last one um, my last one uh yeah when you start to realize that 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 what they're selling is a fiction a, a half completed thing that we will then say, oh, okay, uh, we think AI is actually this thing, and they've showed us all these novel things. Oh, my God, and they're saying AI is controlling this. Well, oh, well, we better behave because AI. Oh, uh, they have a smart city. Uh, they, all these things are tracking and, and all these things, and the China and da-da-da-da-da-da, right? And they do all these news reports, so we better not do anything because it's, it's real. It's like, um, you know, crime has actually gone down because of crime shows. You know, um, hmm. uh, was those those forensic shows and so that yeah, yeah. they've actually did studies which where is they smart, say, yeah, because they're like, oh shit, the the cops are really competent, right? It's great, great because, program because they they solve a crime in thirty minutes that yeah. would in in real time takes decades and usually they have those computers have... that can zoom in on everything. Yeah, yeah. DNA studies. Oh my god, Stop. they're gonna catch you on Enhanced. DNA. Sometimes they do. Sometimes it works. Sometimes they actually do catch someone on DNA. Majority of times they don't. They don't. Yeah. Right, because of incompetence, because of this, because of that, because of whistle laws or whatever. Right, it's not a perfect technology, and and uh, quite often they catch the wrong person, even with DNA. It doesn't DNA doesn't exonerate everybody? In this, uh, often, the cases that it does proves the system that they want they want to make you think is real, because it is real to a degree. Right, AI is real to a degree. Uh, these tracking systems are real to a degree, mm. but it's going to get thwarted by the weather, by by a power outage. You know, by anything like that, it's just going to shut down the whole thing, and not just a part of it, the whole thing. <laughs> Your lips to God's ears, my friend. So, but seriously, the power grid that we were, were operating with in North America, just for example, I think throughout the whole West, you know, there's no backup generators, there's no backup stuff. They order it uh, case by case, like the, the, the big, uh, the big power generators, the, the, the big things that make the power go are all ordered individually from China when they go down. I think they only have like a, maybe one or like if they have a backup is like one because their things are incredibly expensive and hard to make. And, 
and and just not worth holding a whole bunch in stock. Yeah, well, that's a power grid. on on um, on demand shipping right. or something. There's a, ter- there's a business term for it, what they do. But uh, we're already <laughs> seeing where they have near complete compliance in the places like California or LA. We're already seeing the disastrous effect of it, where the power grid goes down all the freaking time, and they and they're in in a pretty decent uh, climate. Mm-hmm. Heat's a problem too, by the way. So yeah. it's not just if you live in a cold climate, it's not going to work. If you live in a really hot climate, it's not going to work because the hot climate blows out electrical grids all the freaking time. A flash flood, uh, a mudslide, uh, a- act of God, electrical strike, whatever, solar flare. There goes your whole freaking city. Wonderful idea, folks. Uh, f- fantastic. Congratulations. You've, you're doing a make works program that's not going to work because, <laughs> because, because literally the sun. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. What? It's... We need to invalidate these things and widespread. It's not just mockery, but like it's the realization that this thing's only going to work from our compliance, that they will com- they will convince enough people that this thing is real and the guards are real and Big Brother's actually watching you to the point where it's like if you put a camera up and the camera isn't recording anything, but the camera's there. And so people change their people alter their behavior because of right. a camera. No one's watching. It's not recording. It's, it's there's no. If you looked at it, there was hey wait this thing's not even connected. It doesn't matter. It's just that it's there. Doing a podcast, you turn the camera on. All of a sudden, your your presentation. You have to work past the camera. Yeah. You know, it's taken us almost two years to ignore this thing. It's hard. Uh, yeah. And just have a conversation because it's your you're you're like oh, I'm on air right. Yeah. It, so that's that's that's, that's how you have like, to treat their promises and their threats and all these absolutely. things and and just uh, blow past it. Because they're going to have robot dogs that are going to play. What? Oh, I've seen them. And they're, yeah, okay. What, what, what happens when they have a sharp incline? What, what happens? Does the robot dog work on ice? Uh, I'm, more scared of, I'm more scared of, of clouds of mini drones. Even then. I played out. How do you get away from that? I don't know. We can be scared in the short term, right? These things will be a concern in the short term. I guarantee you. And it'll be a, some Slavic somewhere. Yugoslavians already working on this. They're already working this problem. There will be hacks. There are always hacks, always. Everything man builds, some other guy wants... There's a quote from Dostoevsky, and I, I'm, I'm going to screw up the exact quote. But essentially what he's saying is that whenever you build something, there's always going to be some, someone out there who wants to destroy it just for the simple act of destroying it, to say that he did, mm-hmm. he can. So you're going to build this these, these cheaply made, because it's always going to be cheaply made, especially they're mass-producing them, cheaply made bullshit uh, security systems to keep people in line and in check, and they will only work for the people who want to be kept in line and in check. All the rest of the people are going to just do what they want to do. You know, welcome well, and again, to gangland. It, it, it's uh, I say, and this is going to be my my sign off for the episode because uh, nature's calling. Uh, <laughs> it it will it will it will be reminiscent for me of of high school and being able to rebel. Oh, and wait. I look forward. I look forward to uh, you know. Putting, putting a spoke in every wheel I can find. Well, this is this will be the this will be the big uh, in the in the in the near future. Is that again? We make these things real. We give these things power. We we validate the the the, the worst case scenarios of our society all the time. Uh, ridicule, mock them, uh, you do as you will. But I think the most important thing to do is is to ignore it whenever yeah. whenever whenever possible. You know. 
short term there's a thing something, gonna get something non-compliance the legal non-compliance i think it's with chris guy term but i yes. like it and i'm gonna let's do that ladies and gentlemen thank you very much for watching uh we have a great interaction this on this uh on this uh, show keep it up uh like share subscribe tell people about us uh we will be some big big shows planned for this for this month mark if you gotta go pee man, go pee no no go uh, it's it's pee. it's abated slightly okay <laughs> um as always the folks, problem with beer uh, and podcasting is uh i feel like i'm on rogan you know the people take the breaks uh thank you for all the new subs uh on youtube on spotify and all the other places that we uh that we are at we're on rumble itunes uh google all the podcasts, places yeah all the podcasts thank, thank you jay for that this is this hey, guy uh, has hooked us up with everything so we're this is a, this is a this is a team my brother where you you do the thumbnails that everyone talks about and i just occasionally you do plug the away and, You're and my Adam i don't Curry. do the rest I, you do a lot too i'm just saying like i'll, I'll just upload things um a few other new changes coming uh to the podcast we're gonna be on i'll uh, get the subsec set up uh and uh we'll be somehow setting up super chats so uh so the idea is to monetize this motherfucker uh, sorry mark's mom um oh, you start charging one in there the very end um <laughs> that's how uh, <laughs> you, made, you somehow made it worse than swearing a non-swear jar uh <laughs> thanks folks we'll see you again soon cheers